Are you ready to discover God's plan for your business? Do you want to know exactly what that is, how to get it going, and how to make it happen? Today, we're coming from scripture of Jeremiah 29 and 11. He says, for I know the plans I have for you, and those plans are to prosper you, to give you hope, to give you a future. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So if you are an entrepreneur and you want to grow a business, you want to market that business and advertise that business on and offline, you have tuned into the right place. My name is Kathy McReynolds. I am the founder and CEO of Bible Business Academy. And what we help you do is launch and grow that business. On top of that, we also help you with the marketing and the advertising everything that you need to do to create success and scale that business to a six-figure plus business and then to seven, we're going to help you with that. So let me know what type of business you have, what idea you have, or have you started one? Or are you looking to start one? And go ahead and drop that in the comments. And so what I'm going to do, and I'm going to ask you to do the same thing. I'm going to hit share. We're going to put this out in a few of our groups that we have. So let me uh, share that to the group. And then we're gonna get started, guys. If you don't have your show notes, make sure you grab your show notes. And what that is, even if this is your first time tuning into us, everything that we talk about here today, you have it in your show notes. And on the back of those show notes, we also have some coupons for you. So if you're a part of our mentorship or in our class or getting our planner or our book, you can start utilizing some of the things that are on here to save you some money as you're building your kingdom business. So I am like truly, truly excited to be able to help you with all of this, I'm going to get this. Let's see. We're going to share this out to Business Academy. Okay. We got to share it. I hope you could do the same thing for us. So I'm excited, guys. If you don't have your show notes, no worries. Grab a pen and a paper and take some notes. And then go back through the replay. Make sure you send us a message and we'll get those show notes to you. Or you can catch it on our replay tomorrow if you're part of our email family. If not, you want to make sure you go to Bible Business Academy to go ahead and do that. So we're going to dive in. I'm going to switch screens over here. And we're going to go over here and talk to you guys about how to discover God's plan for your business. And as I said, we're coming from Jeremiah 29 and 11. He says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. I mean, like, how can you not read that and get excited? Like, I'm fired up from reading it, just knowing that, what he has for us is for us. So it is up to you to be in tune with God and, and to know what he has planned for you. And don't worry if you are not and you're not sure, that's what we're going to show you how to discover that and how to get your business planned for yourself. So just trusting God's plan. Like, will you will you let him lead you? I was talking to someone today about that. I'm like, you've always been successful at what you do, but will you let God lead you? And that's a different zone and a different lane to be in. See, here's what happened. People, when you think of a wave, let me ask you this crazy question. And I know 
the answer to it, and I'm sure you do. But do you know how to build a wave? Do you know how to build a wave? I'm talking about the wave in the ocean. Do you know how to build a wave? And drop in the comments, yes or no. And I'm sure the answer for everybody, except for God, is uh, no, Kathy, we don't know how to build a wave. No one knows how to build a wave. This is why you've never seen a class on how to build a wave. And just stick with me. I'm going to share with you why that's important. And guys, if you're leaving your comments, I can't see them right now, but make sure you drop them as I go along here. And I'll be sure at the end to come back and put your comments up and be able to answer those. Even if you're leaving them while you're watching the replay, it dings to us. It lets us know. So we will automatically go back and have that conversation. We love when you talk to us, right? So the goal is to recognize a weight of God's spirit. That's where you want to put yourself. It's some different mind. Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, right? So our job as business leader, like experienced surfers, is to recognize a wave of God's spirit and ride it. Like, I mean, just think about seeing a surfer up on that wave and you're up on the wave of a business idea that just came in. It's not our responsibility to make ways, to make businesses move, but to recognize how God is working in the world and join him in the creation of business. If you start just with the book of Genesis, you'll see that God was a creator. That's all he did was he created in the beginning, create, create, create. I created this on this day, this on that day, this on that day. And that's what he naturally does. So he wants to partner with you and, and find people to help him co-create. See, God makes the ways for the surfers. Surfing is the art of writing ways that God built. Like that's what surfers do. They go out there, they wait for a wave and then they ride them. And their surfer don't try to create them. You don't see them swimming out or, or putting something in the water, trying to create waves. If, if there's no waves that day, guess what? They don't trip. They don't get upset. They just don't surf that day, right? On the other hand, when the surfers see a good wave, they make the most of it, even if, get this, even if it means surfing in the middle of the storm. That's an important part that I'm going to share with you. See, God also creates business opportunities. And a lot of people don't get started with them because they're in the middle of some type of personal storm old storm that they need to let go of something that's weighing them down so it, you know it you, that lack of knowledge all of that stuff prevents them from jumping on that wave but if you're like a surfer you go out and you look for that wave see building a kingdom business is the art of riding waves that got built entrepreneurs when you see a wave coming, you just ride it. You just ride it and make it happen. No entrepreneur tries to create the wave. They All they do is they seize the opportunity for that day. And if it's not there, they don't write it. See, the challenge is people get so attached to their idea of what's happening that they don't open their eyes to ride the wave of what's happening right now. When I was sharing this, um, when I was speaking to one of our our, our um somebody who's looking at joining our academy we were we were talking about you know what to sell 
And I was like, you can't, don't be so attached to what you're going to sell at that moment. Because if this is how we were saying that, if somebody was trying to sell the, the big old boom box, I'm dating myself with the big boom box with the tape in it and trying to sell you some eight track tapes and all of that today, would you sell a lot of them? And the answer would be no. So even if you're passionate about the boom box like Radio Raheem and you have it on your shoulder and you're walking around with it, you won't be able to sell it nowadays because it's not a wave for it. The wave is different. And so that's what you want to look for is the wave. So when you look at kingdom entrepreneurs, they focus on good opportunities. They make the most of it even if it means starting a business in the middle of the storm. And if you're just now tuning in and this is your first time joining us, I want to welcome you again. Tell you a little bit about myself because you're probably thinking, who is this chicken? Why should I listen to her? She's talking about waves. I didn't know what she's talking about. But I am from Akron, Ohio. I'm actually the founder and CEO of um, Bible Business Academy. I've been in business over 25 years. Um, I always say uh, my dad was a football coach. My mom was a minister. So that found us in church about six days a week and in front of some type of sports all, you know, our entire life. So growing up, that's what it was about. It was about discipline sports, God making things happen. And that's probably why I became that introvert who also loves to win and make things happen. Auntie the many international coach and trainer. I am also a licensed financial advisor, business owner, and, you know, made six figures, lost it lost it and made it and all of that other wonderful stuff. So this 25 year journey has led me to listening to God to help people build businesses with biblical principles so that they can grow in their faith, in their finances, and we shorten your learning curve. We got a 10-week program. If you're just getting started, that we put you in, or if you just need marketing and advertising, we help you with, we, we do it all. But you can go to BibleBusinessAcademy.com to learn more about that. But today, I'm going to jump back into our subject. Uh, of how to let God decide your business for you. See, the challenge is entrepreneurs try to manufacture the way of God's spirit. They want to use gimmicks and programs and marketing techniques and all of that to create growth. Now, we use marketing techniques and stuff like that, but we know that just because we put it out there doesn't necessarily mean it's going to create growth. God has to make that decision. He told us to do the work and he will bless the work that we do. But growth cannot be produced by people. Listen, this is where it comes to humbling yourself. This is where it comes. And trust me, I've been there, right? I'm talking to me. Whenever we put these together, we're, 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 we're putting them together for ourselves. And we, you know, you always think that it's you, it's your ego. It's all about you, you, you can make it happen and you can do this. But I'm here to tell you, God can. And if you hit a certain level, guess what? You can probably hundredfold that if you get out of your own way and let God lead your life. That's the beauty 
opportunity of building a business with God as your CEO. See, he, he can breathe new life into the valley of dry bones. God is the one who can create the waves and he can create the waves of leaves, the uh, leads, you know, leads, not leaves, leads. He can create the waves of growth and the waves of spiritual prosperity. Before I got on here, I said a prayer. You know, just asking God, whoever he needs to have hear this message, let them hear it and let it help them and send the people that he want me to, to partner up with on his behalf in order to help that grow. So if that's you, I'm saying that prayer for you in Jesus name. And we know that everything he tells us will happen will happen. See, God is the one again that will make your business grow. And I and, and how we help you with the biblical principles of that is we take stories from the Bible because the Bible is used for for teaching, correcting, for anything that you need to do in life, you can use the Bible for it. So in the Bible, there's so many great scriptures and example of entrepreneurship, leadership that you can follow. When we look here, it talks about Paul, when Paul built the church, and you can take that same way that Paul built the church in the in Corinth and use that to build a kingdom business. So here's what Paul said. He said, I planted the seed. You hear that? Paul said, I planted the seed. Apollos watered it. So Paul and Apollo got together. He said, but God made it grow. That's in, in first, uh, Corinthians 3 and 6. Notice the partnership with Paul and Apollo. They did their part. They did the work. Faith without works is dead. They did the work, but God caused the growth. That's a biblical principle that you can use. The power of God is a factor that is overlooked in almost all current business growth, whether you're on or offline. Most people think it's because of them that things happen, not realizing that that body you got, that air you breathe, that opportunity you have, it is God who gave it to you. Even in Deuteronomy 8, 18, he said, but remember the Lord, your God, for it is he, is it you? No, he said, it is he who gives you the ability to produce wealth and so confirms his covenant, which he swore to your ancestor as it is today to this day. And I know a lot of times, a lot of, you know, Christians and people who are saved and they, they think you're supposed to be poor, but that ain't what the word says. And that's why I love doing something with biblical principle. It is not my words that I'm using, but it's the words that are right in the Bible. And you just don't read one scripture, y'all. You got to read the entire thing so that you can get the meaning and the understanding of what God is saying to you. And you could do that when building your business. When you think of everything that you see online, everything that you see, you know, out in the world and the people that you see, looks can be very deceiving. People can appear to have something going on and have nothing. It's just, you know, those moments of, hey, let's get that selfie going and things like that. So what you want to do is, you know, pray for discernment, ask God to give that to you so that you know that you're making the right decisions. But it's kind of like this. If you're watching a surfer from the shore, right? If you're sitting back and you're watching him and then all of a sudden he gets on that wave and he start riding that wave and it's looking all so pretty. It looks effortlessly, right? And you're like, oh my goodness, that's so beautiful. And it's just like, 
you know, it's just beautiful. It's just a beautiful thing. But the reality of it is quite difficult and it requires great skill and it requires great balancing. And that's no different than when you're building a business. It, it looks pretty on the outside when they get on there with that, you know, the five, 10 minutes of fame and we're talking here. All of that looks pretty, but it's, you know, it's the eyes and the tiredness and all of that that comes with it and the work that people don't talk about when it comes to building a business. See, you got to think on those things and know those things and don't let the looks deceive you. But most importantly, you got to catch a spiritual wave. You got to make sure that the growth is not necessarily easy, even though he said he will let you create wealth without painful toll. And that just means misery because I've been on the misery side of my 25 years of trying to build a business, worried, worried about it, not losing sleep over it, thinking, you know, how am I going to make this work out? Whereas now, I don't even worry about that stuff. You just get up, you do, you water it and you plant it and you partner with people and God will grow it. If that is your purpose for your life and it was already predetermined, trust me, his word cannot come back void and he has to do what he said he's going to do. So it takes more than just desire, right? People are like, well, I, you know, it's all in me. I have the desire. I want to get it done. I'm going to be dedicated. It see, in addition to that, it takes number one, believing in God, believing that he is the one who, because of his promise, is the reason why you're going to create that success. It also takes that insight of understanding. You know, I, I was speaking with a, a potential person who is looking at building a business and they were saying, well, I don't, you know, I've only been doing this a short period of time. I don't know if I have the experience. And I said, well, that means that you think it's because of you. No, it's because of God. You don't need the experience. Think of Solomon. Solomon was 14 years old when they when he was like, you're going to be king. He was like, whoa, wait a minute. How am I supposed to be king? I'm only 14. And he asked for wisdom, right? So you got to ask for wisdom. You got to ask for insight. God said if he, he's looking for people who want wisdom and he will willingly give it to you. You also need patience. You need faith. You need skill. And most of all, you need balance. You have to understand that all of those things, you know, the skill that you have to build up, the mindset that you have to build up, the heart that you have to build up in order to go out and get it done, not take it personal, get through the nose, the late nights and and, and watering it and planting it and watching some stuff die, watching some girl being patient until God say, okay, it's your season, it's your time. You just have to stay in the game and stay in his realm. Building and growing a kingdom business is like surfing. It may look easy, but trust me, for the uninitiated, it isn't. It requires mastering a whole bunch of skills. And that's why we have 10-week 
year programs to walk you through that because we know that once people get it all set up they're like oh this is no that's just beginning it's like building the house once you get that foundation put together and you get that house up now you got to furnish that house pay for that house do all of this stuff no different than building the business see right now i truly truly believe god is creating a wave of kingdom entrepreneurs and that that wave He's looking for people who are looking for him and who are ready to be receptive. And he knew before you got here exactly what you were going to do. I, You could have never told me that this would be my walk, that I would be teaching business. I, now I will always, I've always been business minded for the last 25 years, but to do it with biblical principles, I kind of fought that for my life. But I eventually said, okay, God, you keep weighing this on me and I'm just going to do it. And when I did it and I sold out and I sold out to him a hundred percent completely, it all just started taking a life of its, its own on. And he's the reason for it growing. See, due to the recent pandemic and the problems in the world, more people are open to the good news of Christ than any other time in this century. Check this out. Bible searchers soared online and a record number of people turned to the scripture for passages about fear, about healing, about justice. You know, they're hurting that the popular you version Bible app, they they saw an 80% increase in their use in 2020, totaling nearly 600 million people worldwide. 600 million people start using their app. That's 80% more than used it in, in 2019. And like, can, can you imagine that, right? And see, unfortunately, guys, most churches, they were forced to close their doors. And then a lot of them didn't adapt to the online process. And they unfortunately don't have the skills to grow online or didn't want to acquire the skills or got so used to being in their comfort zone that they didn't want to step out of that and trusting God to take them to that next level. And so because of that, they missed out on the spiritual wave of bringing people into the kingdom and helping the kingdom grow. And that's where entrepreneurs come in. Not only, see, entrepreneurs, like we're so connected to God because of that, that creative, that growth, that, that, you know, that thinking and that excitement, that love, all of that you see, we're just creators. God, like when I look at the sky and, and I travel different places, I'd be like, man, look at God, how creative is he? And those are the same juices that flows through an entrepreneur. It's like him within us. And, and entrepreneurs get to, you know, bring that that revival, that wealth, that explosive growth to the kingdom. And then from their light, from them making money, not just for them so that they can use it and give back and that money being used use for the kingdom to help people, to give them an experience, to show them what love looked like, to take care of people, to, to give and to share and to help. That makes that unbeliever look and say, oh, I thought that like, you know, being saved, being a Christian was all of this stuff because they see so many people pretending, unfortunately, 
to walk the walk instead of doing what God say. And that's why we're helping entrepreneurs. That's why I believe he sent me to help you, people like yourself, who want to build businesses, but to do it for him and not for us. If that's making sense, you know, give me a thumbs up or emoji in the comment section. See, right now, y'all, the Kingdom Entrepreneur Wave is on and is, is, is riding high and we're looking for people who want to grow on it. So I want you to, to uh, who want to ride it. So I want you to stop trying to build waves. Stop, stop trying to create momentum. You know, and you hear that a lot. Like, yeah, you got to get out there and create momentum. I even said it because that's what I believed until I got in the word and found out, no, I don't create no momentum. I go do the work. I go make things happen. And then God decides when it's time to create that wealth, when it's time to have your business get, you know, take off. That's his business. That's his job. And that's why he tells you to wait patiently. You got to wait patient. Like, you know, you think of Moses. Moses went for 40 years on a journey that was like two weeks of him getting there. You got to wait patiently because I don't know what your timing is. I don't even know what my timing is. We all just got to do what he has put in us to do. But you also have to recognize the ways that God sent your way. And when he sent them, you got to learn to catch them because you can miss out on your blessing if you're not in tune with him and you're not meditating on his word day and night, and you're not talking to him, having conversations about what you need to do. You want to learn to use the right equipment to, to ride those ways. And the right and the best equipment to use is that Bible. Pick it up, go use UVerse, and read it first thing in the morning before you surface through it, you know, the internet or on thing. And the last thing before you go to bed in between, uh, instead of turning that TV on, open up your Bible and start reading. And I promise you, once you get in the habit of doing that, your life will change. And then when you're in the process of doing that, you'll learn balance. That's one of the things that we teach you. We have, we have our, uh, our believe and grow rich uh, planner that like literally walks you through. Like you see some of my little writings in here, but it helps you to to put together schedules for yourself. How to time block, how to write plans and put all you know your business plans and all of those things together. Then your daily plans and your syllabus for yourself. Those are things that people don't even think about when it comes to building a business. But you only you know you got twenty four hours if he give it to you. One hundred and sixty in a week. How you use that time it is your gratitude to God and, and, and you watering it and, and, and you planting it like Paul did. That's what you're doing. So you got you got to you got to know the importance of balance. Learn when to get off dying waves also. You're in a business and you have a business idea or something you might have been talking about for 900 years and you still haven't did it. And it's not even something that if you do the research on it, would even sell right now, right? I'm not saying it, it never will, but it's not the way for it. It's not the season for it. It's just like, they're, they, you know, you think of retail, they sell things in seasons, Christmas trees. We're about to come up on the holiday season. So the biggest, the biggest time in retail is in November and December. They do more 
business in those two months than they do the other eight months of the year. So if you're trying to sell a Christmas tree in the middle of August, it might not go over well. When I think of that, I I went somewhere and they had a, a to the thrift store. They had a big old Santa, like literally a life-size Santa. He was bigger than me. And I'm and they had it at 90% off. So guess what I did? I bought it and I set it inside in, in the car with me. And I'm riding down and people are looking at me like, why does she have a Santa Claus in the middle of July um, with her? That's kind of like trying to build something that's no longer around. It just doesn't make sense unless you're getting a deal on it to, to hop on it later. So you got to know when to get off those dying waves. You also have to know what type of skills you have to acquire. You got to study, you got to save, you got to invest your time and money because when you get on that wave and in order to make it look pretty and like you've been there before, when God says it, you got to make it look good, right? You got you, you, once you jump on there, you can make it look like, wow, I can't believe they did that. But they didn't see everything that you were doing in the background. That's why it's important to know and to be in tune with God and to recognize that this right now, the time that we're in is the most exciting time in history for business. You got unparalleled opportunities and powerful technologies are available to people on and offline. You got people from all age groups, you know, from teenagers to seniors who are making millions online, utilizing the gifts that God gave them. And more importantly, guys, we are experiencing an unprecedented movement of God's spirit in many parts of this world today. More people are coming to Christ now than any other time in history. So why not you be that one to help them get there? Let God use you. That's, you know, once you enter into the, the the kingdom and you give your life to God, that's your responsibility now. It said, go spread the good news. Go tell other people about it. You don't have to do it in the pulpit. You can do it in your business. You can, you know, I now mine's is obvious out there, Bible business principles, but you know, some ideas that you can take inside of your business, you can, you can have chaplains in, in your business or, or a counselor there that will mentor people and help them. You could, you could do things like do, uh, do do movie nights. You can have giveaways. Uh, the, I know a, a business owner who actually pays for all of his employees' children's college education. There are so many things. There is no limit to what God can use you for as an entrepreneur. See, an entrepreneur creates jobs. They're the ones who help grow the economy, but they're also the ones who can help grow the kingdom by giving back, using that money, tithing, helping people out. And this is what we're looking to help people grow their business, market their business, advertise their business, understand from A to Z how to get it all together, or if they already have it, how to take it to that next level and scale it up. Entrepreneurs are the one who drives the communities. You got online gurus 
who are more popular than pastors right now. And that's a shame. You know, it should be the people of God who are the most popular, but you got to get yourself out there. You got to get out of your comfort zone. This is not my comfort zone, but it wasn't about me and what I was comfortable at. It was about taking this learning and, and going to classes, taking training, reading books, listening to tapes and doing the things that God told me that I needed to do in order to make this happen. Viral equals victory, right? So you got to ask yourself, how can you get yourself in front of as many people as possible with you just being in one place at one time so that you can do that. And the, you know, the reason why I say this time is like no other time in history, billionaires got so rich. They were already billionaires, but they got so rich in 2021. God is sending a wave of opportunities Wherever his people are prepared and ready to ride them, they're getting on them. Look at look at here what happened. A record smashing 2,755 billionaires are now in this world. In 2021, when most people were retreating, getting the government money and, 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 and saying and becoming victims of the situation instead of opening up their minds and getting in tune with God and getting those businesses going, they, they retreated. But the billionaire list grew to 2,755. They made their mega fortunes by doing things from starting hedge funds, tech companies to breeding pigs? Are you serious? Like billionaire? You're a billionaire from breeding pigs. Who would, as we say, who would have thunk it? And brewing kombucha. I was like, what in the heaven's name is kombucha? And I, I don't even know if I'm pronouncing that right when I was putting this together. If you know what that is, drop it in the comments and let me know. So if you're breeding pigs or you're doing kombucha, that means that you're recognizing the opportunity. This is an example of it. You see her holding, you know, that jar. All that is is bacteria and yeast. And they take that and they make tea out of it to, to, to disguise it from that bacteria and yeast. And then they create all of these products. You see these products right up in here? All of that was created. That this what you're looking at, that's a billion dollar industry. Someone putting that out made a billion dollars from taking bacteria and yeast, and they created billions utilizing that, riding that wave and getting it out there that God put out there. And then that pig thing, like, come on now. I know you got a gift that you can use. I know you got a talent that you can use. So how do you find it? How do you discover it? How do you bring it out? Pray each day to be part of the wave. See, God's spirit is moving mightily in waves around the world. He is the creator and he's looking for partners to co-create with. Maybe you are good in that kitchen and you can cook some good food and everybody's always talking about it. Maybe you are a great listener or a counselor. Maybe you are an artist and you paint. Maybe you can sing. Maybe you work on cars. I mean, like, think about this. You got TV shows where people go out and they actually, uh, in the, in the uh, what do you call them, storage things. They go buy junk from the storage things and people 
tune into it and watch to see what they buy. Who would have thought that that can turn into a million dollar plus business? Rachel Ray got on there, cook, got a chance to get on Oprah and then created millions from doing something that she loved. Who would have ever thought? So don't ever discount what you know. I know that, you know, of someone online who who is teaching people how to play the piano online and when they were in their in their young 20s were making millions teaching people how to do that online playing the piano online not in person but online so guys the fact that you can access people from anywhere around the world take something that you do every single day and not even think about it and turn it into a business because there's somebody out there who wants what you have and you're riding that wave of opportunity that God put in front of you. Because if you're watching this, that's, that's a sign that he's saying, hey, look, you wouldn't be here at this time in this place and paying attention to this unless he sees something in you. You just got to be open enough, wise enough to say, okay, it is it for me. So pray this prayer. Father, I know you're going to do some incredible things in the world today. Please give me the privilege of getting on of some of what you're doing. I mean, like, think about that. We we look for other investors. We look for other people, you know, that are in our family. And we're always saying them, hey, you in on that? Let me get on that. Let me get in on it. What, what are you doing? Why not go to the creator of the creators, the one who created everything and say, hey, God, what you got going on today? Can I get on it? Can I be a part of what you got going on? What are you doing? Because I know you're doing something. You always making things happen. Can I be on that? See what you want to stop praying. And trust me, I've been here before on this stop praying. Lord, bless what I'm doing. Lord, bless my business. Lord, make my business happen. Get, give me customers. Give me money. Give me millions. Give me the houses, the cars, and all that stuff. You got to stop that praying. I did, uh, I think it was last week we did on how to pray for your business and all that. Catch it on YouTube. And if you're not subscribing with us on YouTube, make sure you go on YouTube and and follow us and subscribe and watch these. You'll get a ton of valuable information. And then you want to start playing, Lord, help me to do what you are blessing. Like, what are you blessing? If we look for human people to find out what they're blessing, what they're making money in, you know, like you got the, the, uh, the Bitcoins, the MLMs, the, you know, any type of business, everybody's like, you know, like, yo, what you into today? I know you always got something going. I know you always making something happen. Can I get in on it? Go to God that same way. Like, God, what you got going on? I know you're going to do something incredible. Can I get in on it? Can I be a part of that? If that's making sense to you, drop a pray in the comments and let me know you feeling what I'm talking about here, guys, because I'm telling you, that's the beginning of that shift in your mind to say, what do you have going on? Can I get in on it so that I can get that promise that you made and that I know you're going to fulfill? And see what you're showing there is your 
faith, that you believe in him, that you want to partner with him, that you want to help him because of him, not because of what you want. And it takes time to get there. Trust me, it takes time to change your mind and to flip that. And we help you with that. But you got to recognize these biblical principles and processes that God used. See, I can't show you how to create a wave of spirit. It can't be done. I can't like, you know, how they say, take that magic crystal ball and say, oh, let's, no, 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 no. I can't do that. They can't do that. Nobody else can do that. But I know one thing that God hears me. He hears my prayers. He hears when I'm talking to him. I can feel his presence when I know that he's speaking to me. See, so I can be in tune there. And that's what we want to teach you how to do to be in tune when he's speaking to you. But I, what I can teach you is how to recognize what God is doing, how to partner with him, how to get with him and how to become more skilled in writing a wave of God's business blessings because he got them out there. He's blessing people with overflow. And why not it be you? He promised you wealth. He promised that with his covenant. So why not it be you? See, the challenge is, is you might be asking the wrong question. The problem with a lot of entrepreneurs, they ask the wrong question. See, here's what they ask here. And I, I've been guilty of this myself. What will make my business grow? Like, I want to make my business grow. What will make my business grow? What do I need to do? Like, what am I not getting? What, 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 I, 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 what do I, anytime you start with what do I need to do or how do I make my business grow? How do we make this happen? You're talking like the world. When you're a kingdom entrepreneur, you speak to God and you're like, you're in charge. What do you got going on? How can I get a part of what you got going on? And, and this is a mis misunderstanding of the issue of what you need to change. It's like when you say, what can I do to build my business? What do I need to do to make? That's just like you might as well say, you know, like, how, how do I make a way? How do I make the wind? How, how do I make it rain? Like, right. You might as well say that if you're thinking that way. Here's the right questions to ask. So make sure you write these down or you can just hit the screenshot if you don't have your show notes. You're going to ask. You, this is the question that's asking. What is like, God, what is keeping my business from growing? You go to God with that question. What is keeping my business from growing? That's a different mindset. It takes it away from you being responsible. Maybe like when I talked last week and we went over, you know, praying for, you know, a business breakthrough and, and praying for change. You know, some of the things that we talked about, if, if you're continuously sinning, if you're doubting, you're not believing, you didn't, you didn't confess and you wasn't straight up and honest with God, all of those things could be keeping your business from growing not catching that wave. Maybe you're on that wave uh, and it need, you need to get off of it and you need to get on something else. That could be keeping your business from growing. See, this is where it comes to meditating on his word and talking to him, having conversations with God about how you can you know, what he needs you to do and how you need to think, asking him for that wisdom. What barriers are blocking the ways God wants to send my way? You got to remove that. Maybe you're angry and you're still hurt, holding on to hate and anger from somebody else. That could be blocking your way. See, those are things you probably hadn't even thought about. Maybe it's something that happened to you in childhood is blocking your growth. 
that's blocking your your wave. You know, maybe uh, not being humble or having a high ego is blocking your growth. These are the questions that you want to start asking yourself. What barriers are blocking the ways that God wants? Because he wants to send it your way. He said, he wants to see you prosper. He wants to give you hope. He wants to give you a future, but what's stopping it from getting to you? What obstacles and hindrance are preventing growth from happening? So when you start asking those three questions, your mind will be able to begin to think differently and you'll take it away from you to what's in you that needs to come out of you so that it can switch and you can start operating from God instead of from yourself. I know that was a lot. And trust me, we go through that in detail inside of our classes. And by the way, if you want to know about our academies and our membership program, go to BibleBusinessAcademy.com. So if it overwhelmed you, don't worry, because it, it, it takes time to get there. That's why he says meditate on his word day and night, day and night, day and night. Because sometimes, like as you're, even as I'm going through and, and really getting into God and and being all sold out, you just grow at different levels. I'd be like, woohoo, that was a good one. Thank you, God, for that. Like, I get excited when he reveals something to me. And I want you to get there. I want you to get that feeling because it's the best feeling in the world. So back to what we were talking about, guys, all living things grow. I, and I want to hone in on this. So if you're still thinking you can cause it to grow, maybe this will help you to understand that. See, if you stop trying to force things to happen, if you stop trying to make things grow and understand that growth is a natural thing, it's a living organism, if it's something is healthy, it'll grow. Like think of, you know, you, you guys always see me put my babies out there, right? My, my great nephews uh, out there or nieces or nephews or whoever I'm putting out there, they're, they're children. The, the one was born a month and uh, a month, 45 days early, right? He came out at four pounds, a little, like I remember putting his, his whole little hand fit right in the palm of my hand. That's how small he was. So when he was born, they had to have him in an incubator and then they put a tube down his throat and they kept feeding him. And as they kept feeding him, he got healthy enough to leave the hospital. And, and now, it, it, then she kept feeding him and doing the things that we, you see. And now if you see that little fat self, his little cheeks, it, it's just like it naturally grew. Nobody can force it. Nobody can make it happen on their time. You just, all she had to do was feed him, water him, burp him, do the things that the, the skills that were necessary in order to help it water it, plant it. Just like Paul said, water it. He watered it, Apollo's plant or vice versa, right? That's all you have to do. So as long as you remove any negative bearers like poor nutrition or unsafe environment, or like if she would have brought him for home from the hospital and didn't feed him and didn't burp him and do those things, then yeah, no, he wouldn't have grown. He, he wouldn't have grew. But as long as you're doing what God told you to do and what you naturally have to do in the human realm, God will take care of the growth. Nobody can make that baby grow, right? I want you to think about that with your business. Nobody can make your business grow but God. He is the only one who has the power to make that grow. Lack of growth, if 
anything is not growing around you, that lack of growth usually indicates it's an unhealthy situation and an unhealthy circumstances. It's like your life. If you're not growing and you're in an, an abusive environment or a negative environment and you can't get out of that, then you don't grow. You're not tapping into all of your potential. That's the same thing with your business. In the same way, your business is a living organism. It is natural for anything that's healthy and build on the right foundation to grow. Business is a body of the economy, is an organism, is not an organization. It is alive. But like that's why being an entrepreneur, like it's, I don't know, we always say, yes, I get to be around my people because you think different, you act different. Everyone around you thinks you're weird uh, because of what you do and how you do it and how you talk and all of that stuff, but you're growing. God is working in you and he's giving you idea after idea after idea and you just can't like, it's just boom, it's coming on you. So you got to know how to nurture that because if you're not growing, then you're what? You're dying and we want to help you grow and see, here's your responsibility as an entrepreneur. You must discover and remove growth restricting diseases and barriers from your life so that things can naturally grow and normal growth can occur. I'm going to say that one more time. You need to discover and remove your growth restricting diseases and barriers. What does that look like for you? The fact that maybe you don't have money, that, that that's a mental mindset. The fact that you are a male or a female, that you're black or, 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 you know, brown or blue or whatever the color that you may be, that you grew up in this neighborhood. See, those are barriers that you don't have a college education barrier because there is someone who is a millionaire of all those billionaires that we talked about who came through those same situations. So if they did it and they came through it, if, if King Solomon was 14 without any type of experience, did what he did, why can't you? You can't, but God can. And all things are possible for him. In our human stance, it may not be possible for us, but it is for him. That's where that trust and relying on him and going to him and taking all those mind bears and those restrictions that you're putting on yourself and that you're deciding that you're not qualified to make something happen. You're going to miss out on that way that God has for you and that opportunity to not only change your life, but to change your family's life, your neighborhood lives and people around you and leave that inheritance to your children's children. It's the kind of growth that we're talking about that they talked about in the books of Acts. It's spontaneous. You're looking at it and you're like, wow, how did this happen? It wasn't as hard as I thought it was. I got through the storm. I made it. And it wasn't because of me. It was because I was obedient because you listened and you, you removed all of those barriers. It's that kind of growth, y'all, that happens in your business. And, and, and it's all about the right questions to ask, removing things from you and, and saying, why not you, right? Why, why not you? If he put a promise in there and, and you, you're a descendant, then you, you, it's your promise as well. You just got to be prepared to accept it and to receive it. And, and if you're ready to receive it, let me know in the comments, say, yes, 
I want to receive it. I'm ready to receive it. I'll take it. Let me have it now. See, the real issue in growing your business starts with you. The key issue of business is health, not business growth. Is it a healthy business? Is it built on the right foundations? And that's what Bible Business Academy is all about, helping you to be able to determine those, you know, what's healthy in your business, what to do and what not to do and focus on your business and growth alone. If you do that, you're going to miss the entire point. That's like trying to build that way. When your business are healthy, they grow the way God intends them to grow. When you do the things that he tells you to do, you in natural growth occurs. Healthy business don't need the gimmicks, right? You don't need that latest social media site or the newest product to grow or, you know, because it, it'll grow naturally. I don't care where you're at. If it's your time and your season, he's going to make it happen for you. Paul's explained it like this. It is from him that all parts of the body are cared for and held together. So it grows the way God wants it to grow. That's from Colossians 2.19. God wants to prosper you. He wants to grow you. He already said that. If your business is genuinely healthy, if your mindset is healthy, if your thoughts are healthy, if you're putting him first, you don't have to worry about how to get your business to grow. It will take a life of, of on his own. So I hope that part helped you. We're going to dive into part two now. Are y'all getting something out of this? Let me know in the comments what you're getting out of. We're going to talk about six steps in discovering God's plan for your business, which brings us back full circle to what we want to talk about today. So step number one, y'all, is understanding the big picture. You got to understand the big picture and what you're going after. So like I'll give you an example when I say the big picture. The big picture for, for Bible Business Academy is for us to impact millions of people around the world to help them create businesses, become entrepreneurs, take that money, feed it back into their economies and change their lives so that they can grow in their faith, grow in their finances, remove their debt, um, remove poverty from their family, leave an inheritance to their children's children, put together programs and, and things like that in their community where because of them, lives got changed. And most importantly, people got saved. People, got, you know, made it to heaven because of the work that you put in. You know, they went out and told the good news in their way, not from the pulpit, but they had their message. And the best way to start getting that movement started is to start sharing your story. I, you know, I told you guys a little bit about my story in details. When we do some of the other stuff, I go into more details on that, but you got to share your story. People relate to your story. So that's a skill that you want to know how to do. It says one generation, and that's a biblical principle that we practice. One generation will commend your works to another and they will tell of the mighty acts. So the mighty acts that you went through when people thought you should quit and give up, that's a story that you're going to tell. Maybe you went through an, you know, a marriage that fell apart and, and you saved that marriage and now you turn that into a business. That's a story that you can tell. Maybe you lost a lot of weight when you were overweight and you got your life back and you, and you began to believe in yourself again. That's a story. Maybe you were 80 years old and you decided to start a business and it changed your life. See, those are stories you can tell and you can help other people with. And you also got to debunk 
the myths. So there's like, we got Santa Claus, you know, the Santa Claus myth, the Easter bunny myth, the two fairy myths, all of these myths that we teach our kids, but that's not what we're supposed to do, right? Because Jesus always say, well, they said this, but here, here's the truth. Here, here, here's what happens. But I'll give you a proverb on that. You got to make sure you get the facts and do the research. When you're in like our Genesis get going class and you're getting your business started and getting it going, we literally have a 25 page document where you will take you about a week and a half to go through that and do the proper research. Myths will debunk your business and it will stop you from getting on that wave. Proverbs 23, 23 said, but the truth and do not buy the truth and do not sell it. Wisdom, instruction and insight as well. You got to know the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth, as they say, because it will set you free mentally so that you can go out and do the things that you need to do and make things happen. That's why he's understanding the big picture. Understand how big your God is and what he, you know, I told the guy on the phone today, I was like, you better know who your daddy is, right? He can do anything that he want to do and help. You don't have to do it. Just know who your daddy is. He can help you with that. Step two. It's becoming a purpose-driven business. It's one thing to have a business, but it's another thing to have a business with a purpose. What drives your business? If you're just in it to make the money, the money can, listen, I've been there. Uh, you know, I've been in business. We make 20, 30 grand a month and then, you know, no, the it's gone, right? You make a lot of money, you're gone, you have it, it's gone. You, you see my background. I've had a lot of money. 2008, we lost everything, had to start all over again. It's gone. So you don't even worry about those things nowadays because you know none of that has to do with you. And you have to know what drives your business. But you also have to understand that you can make the plans for the business. But just like in Proverbs 19:21, God is the one who, who will have the purpose and his plans will prevail. And so you won't get discouraged if something is not working out because if he's going to give you the vision, he's going to give you the provision to make that happen. And you also want to know the foundation of a healthy business. What does a healthy business look like? Uh, Paul said, but by the grace of God has given me, like by the grace that God has given me, I laid a foundation as an expert builder. So that's another thing you can ask for that grace to so that you can lay the, the foundation as an expert builder of your business and in knowing that it's because of God's grace and his goodness that he's allowing you to do that. And then you begin to define the purpose of your business and get that purpose in alignment with the word so that you know exactly what you need to do to make that happen. You also want to begin to communicate your purpose once you get that purpose. So if I go back up there, it says, now I beseech you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that ye all speak the same thing and that there be no division among you, but that ye be perfectly joined together in the same mind and the same judgment. So why is that important? Why, is, why am I sharing? that with you because to build something big and significant it's going to require a team it's going to require vendors it's going to require networking it's going to require other people and so if you 
have not with your team defined your purpose, everybody will be out there saying a different thing. Like one of the things that we teach people is how to, you know, hire, recruit and train their sales team so that they could get business in the right way. And that's a skill set within itself. We built number one sales teams in the financial service industry for years, you know, in different places, in different cities. And you can't have everybody in your business saying something different to someone. You ever, you ever called a company and one person told you one thing, another person told you another thing, another person, you're like, who do I believe? That's the author of confusion. So there's a system in building that foundation that, that, that he talked about that you want to also have in your business. And then once you have it, you want to be able to communicate it in a reliable messenger can cause an unreliable messenger can cause a lot of trouble. So if people aren't communicating their message right, if everyone is saying something different, it's not going to work right. So you see how these biblical principles that I'm sharing with you, you can utilize them in your business. And we have an, an entire agenda put together that will walk you through step-by-step step of how to do that. And the reason these principles are so important is because you can begin to meditate on them. You can write them down. One of the first things you do in this planner, when you start your day out, it you, you sit there and you write out what is your Bible verse, your Bible verse for the day. What are your provisions? What do you want to do? Who do you want to help? What do you, how, how much are you going to receive for helping them? See, all of this is part of that skill set that you need to have in order to make that happen for you and, and get that and get that communication out there so that everybody's on the same page, everybody's saying the same thing. And then once you do that, you want to organize your business around that purpose. Everything that you do has to be around that purpose. And, you know, as they say, trying to pour new wine into an old wine skin, it ain't going to work, right? Trying to have everybody saying what your business is, what is going to do from your salespeople to the people who clean the floor to all of that. If you have all of that working together in unison, you can build something significant with God guiding you and allowing growth. He is not the author of confusion. So if you don't have your foundation set, you don't have your business right, he ain't going to make your money right, right? He want to prosper you, but you have to do the work. You have to get those skill sets and applying your purpose and trusting in God that 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 he will it said we trust the lord that you are putting into practice the things that we taught you like so you, you got to take what you learn and what you've been taught and you got to put it into practice. It's one thing to read the book, but then it's another thing to go out and apply it. So all of these are steps into discovering God's plan for your business. It takes work to do it. Step number three of six is reaching out to your market. You got to reach out to people. You got to know the right message. Like Jesus had a target market. I put out a post on that. Jesus had a target market. So why should you? He said, I was sent out only, only, yeah, only to the lost sheep of Israel. But what happens is when people get in business, they're so excited about their business. They think it's for everyone. Like those one size fit all garments, right? They ain't for everybody. Not everybody should be in that, but it says for everyone right now, 95% of your, your audience, 
you need to predetermine that. Will you have other people come in? Absolutely. And, and even Paul said, I've been trusted with the, I've been entrusted with the task of preaching the gospel to the Gentiles. That was what he was told to do, right? And as Peter has been to the Jews. So he had to go to the Gentiles. Peter had to go to the Jews. Who do you have to go to? What age group are you you called to teach? That's how you have to think. If if Jesus said only who this is who I'm supposed to be with, and, and, and Paul, this is who you're supposed to be with. Peter, this is who you're supposed to be with. That's the same principle you want to use in your business. You can't have the same conversation with someone who is 18 about buying a house as you have with somebody who's 65 and just ready to retire and trying to sell one and maybe buy something to downsize. Is that making sense, y'all? So you got to know whom, what who you got to talk to, then you have to know whom you can reach the best, right? And also you got to develop the right strategy. So we call that the, the media, the market, and the message. It all has to come all hand in hand with yourself. So you can pause that and, and, and get the rest of those scriptures there and be able to look at it. So when it talks about the strategy, it says, whenever a person is like, I try to find, whatever a person is like, I try to find common ground with them so that we can let him tell him about the Christ and let Christ save him. So that's a strategy, finding common ground with someone. That's a biblical principles. You see how you can take these biblical principles and apply them. When we're training salespeople, we always tell them to mirror people, you know, for the first few minutes of that conversation so that they can relate to you. So that they, you know, when we talked about those barriers that you have, if you think somebody is trying to sell you or out to get you and, and all they're talking about is them, 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 you can't break that barrier. So that's a skill that you need to learn. That's a skill that you not only do you need to learn, but you need to have salespeople uh, in your business and they need to learn it so that they can be able to talk the right way and say the right things to the right people. Number four, y'all, is bringing in the masses. Once you get all of your skills together, you have everything set up, you have the right foundation set up, now it's time to bring in the masses. See, over there, when you're getting all that built, what you do in your first, you know, three weeks, your first month or so, you're, you're putting together beta tests. You're seeing what works. You, you, you're, you're getting all your message together. You're getting everything together. Everything looks ugly, right? Until it doesn't anymore. You're watering, you're planting, you're watering, you're planting, and while you're doing it, just like a flower before you know it, it blooms up and you're like, oh, how beautiful it is. But all the toiling that you did, uh, and, and the great thing about it is we don't have to do all that toiling now. All we got to do is rely on him and get these skills and all of that. Then beauty comes for that. So the same way that a Jesus attracts the masses is the same way that we teach you how to build a following, even if you have no one following you right now. And it listen, you don't get paid for follows. You don't get paid for likes. Like you're watching this. Most people never watch a live on when the live is on, or if you get you, there, you, the whole key thing is not who's watching you, not who's liking you, not who, who um, shares your, your, your podcast or your broadcast or whatever is doing is who 
buys from you and whose life are you changing? And that's what we help you do. He, you know, in, in Mark 12, uh, Matthew 4, 25, it said enormous crowds follow him wherever he went. Like what made Jesus so magnificent that people followed him? Yes, God did that. But while he was here, he, he told stories. He shared parables and they ask him, why are you talking to parables? Why do you talk to us different than you do the crowds? He said, because I need to relate to them. I don't want to give them all of this stuff and they don't get it and they don't understand it. So you got to meet people where they're at, take them to where they go. Another thing that keeps people around and helps you to build your business's praise and recognition. It can be a witness for you, right? So we got to show you how to put that into praise that like, I, I love praise and recognition when we have, when we've been building businesses in the financial industry, it, 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 we, we were big on that. Like that was a big thing, making people feel special, putting people on platforms, giving them trophies. We used to have six foot trophies, uh, belts, you know, like you give out the, the big championship belts, whatever it was, we're putting it out there to recognize people, tell them even I, it's just a habit. Now, if I'm on the phone with someone customer service, they do a great, I'm always telling them, you know what? I appreciate you. You did an awesome job. Your family, if they're doing something, let people know how great that they are. In um, John uh, 4, 2, 4, it says, God is spirit and his worshipers must worship in spirit and in truth. So you got to learn how to do that. It's not something that you just woke up knowing how to do. It's a skill set that you need to do even in business. Like most people don't talk about that, right? But you got to know how to treat people. You you ever had a boss or that made you feel bad or you ever worked with another entrepreneur who was all about themselves and they made you feel like crap? Yeah, because no, they didn't have that skill of how to make people feel special. I used to love Art Williams. He he would he will always say, uh, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. You got to show people how you care. And then you got to design a secret sensitive business, a seeker sensitive business. And that's a business that talks about where other people talk about your business, where you get referrals, where they share your stuff, where they send stuff out. You have to intentionally put that together and then have systems in place to get referrals, to, to get people to go do reviews for you, to have that so that you can make that happen. And all of that's important. It says here, if therefore the whole church comes together and they all speak in tongues and outsiders uh, or unbelievers enter, what would they say? They'll say like, y'all are crazy in here. Y'all are your mind because they have no idea what you're talking about. So if you know that you're in the midst of people who don't understand their business. They don't understand what's going on. Don't talk, um, you know, business lingo jargon to them and over talk over their head. You got to speak to them where they get it. They understand it. And not only do they understand it, they can relay it to other people. So we have systems in place to help you develop that skill and then to inspect what you expect. That's the important part of it. And then check it off, knowing that is good, but then always reinforcing and always talking about it over and over and over again. Step number four of six, y'all, is bringing in um, 
wait a minute, did I just do that one step? Bring it in the masses. I actually probably didn't even change that. Uh, when you're when you're looking here at step number six, that's getting everybody in tune to what you're doing. So it could be selecting the right theme music at the beginning of your broadcast or your podcast, getting the right energy, your background, how you're going to be out there teaching people how to be tactful, you know, when they're new and what to do. And making all of that happen. I have double slides here, right? Step number five is building up your belief, turning leads into clients, customers, or patients. No, no, you are now you are no longer strangers, strangers to God and foreigners to heaven, but you are members of God's very own family and you belong in God's household with every other Christian. So if you hear that and somebody makes you feel that welcome, you're like, oh. I'm part, I'm part of the crew. I'm in there, right? So you got to do that with the people who your clients, your customers and patients, you got to make them feel like they belong, like they're comfortable. It's a skill to do that. It's a skill to make that happen. And when you do that, you're going to develop lifetime clients, customers, or patients. They're going to keep buying from you. And you do that by building people up and putting them in the positions of strength and maturity. And it comes over time and it doesn't happen overnight. And, and it's growth that God gives you, but it naturally occurs if you do the right things. If you feed it, like we talked about the baby, if you feed it the right stuff. And then when you turn those clients and customers or patients into ambassadors, they spread the good news for you, just like Jesus did. He got disciples down here and he said, go spread the news, go talk to this person, go make that happen. Because not even he knew that it not only would take him, but a mega audience to be able to make that happen. His, his whole ordeal was to come down here in three years, create the story so that when he left, people would talk about it. He, you know, he often said, no, now is not the time to talk about it. There's a time and a place for everything that you do, which leads me to step six, guys. And the final step that we have, and in closing, it says, God purpose for your business. You got to understand and know what his purpose is. To him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever and ever. To him be the glory in your business. To him be the glory in your house. To him be the glory in your car. To him be the glory in everything you do. So if you start thinking like that, your life will begin to change because everything now is because of God, not because of you. He said, you know, here, here's like, think about this. He said, when David had served God's purpose in his own generation, he died. That's what we're here for. If that meant you were like, what? Right? Yeah. So we're here to serve our purpose and then we die. So why not get your purpose out there? If your purpose is entrepreneurship, if you're watching this all the way to the end, that means that there's a calling. There's something that God wants you to do in the entrepreneurship. You may know what it is or you may not, no matter what that is, you want to connect and partner with God, partner with us so that we can help you make that happen. You grow your business without compromising your message, your mission, your faith, your God, and putting him first. I know that was a lot, guys, but if you know it made sense and you want to get more information on it, we want you to join the movement so that you can grow in your faith and finances. And what you want to do, if you need help 
with discovering God's plan for your business or, you know, is he calling you to start a business or what you need to do? You can go to BibleBusinessAcademy.com. You can download our free report on how to build a business with biblical principles. When you download it, right, read it. Don't just download it just to download it, but you got to read it after you read it. It's going to take you, and when you download it, when you put your information, it's going to take you to a, a video. Watch that video. It's a short video that will talk about your purpose. I think it's like eight, 10 minute video. After you watch that, book a strategy call. Book a call with us. Get on the phone with us. And even if we're not the ones who help you to, to help you go to that level and, and to you know be your partner in that, we're going to, it will be beneficial. You will leave that conversation feeling up, encouraged and uplifted and knowing that what you're going to be doing will work out for you. That's our goal to bring that to you. And we also have a gift for you. Uh, you know, our clients that come on board, we want to spoil you. We want to make you feel special. I had a lady uh, text me the other day, like, oh my God, I didn't expect all of this. She was so excited. And that's just the beginning, right? It's just the beginning. How can you also make people feel special? So if you're ready to start, scale, or soar in business, or you already got your business going and you need help in marketing and advertising and building a sales team and you want to do it with biblical principles, well, partner with us and let us show you how. If you can text PLAN to one bible biz you can also talk to us um, and we, we will text you back and we'll have a conversation. You can get yourself ahead of the line in that conversation. So what I'm going to do now, guys, is I'm going to hop over to the other side, but our goal is to help you grow in your faith and finances. And I hope that brought you some value tonight. I'm going to look over here. Let me switch this, bring myself on over. And I see the red chat thing up. And we see, uh, let's see, let's see. I see some comments. Let's show Donetta. I love Donetta. She's so awesome. Uh, truth. They make the most of each wave. You, you got that right, girl. They definitely make the most of each wave. And she also said, um, I know God wanted me to watch this today. Well, I am like, I just, I love watching you and your husband. I see, I see your picture there. Y'all see Danetta, y'all see her, follow her. She's so awesome. So amazing um, out there, but God has so much planned for you guys. And he wants that to happen for you. So you just got to be out there and be ready and be prepared to make that happen, guys. So I hope that brought you value tonight. Make sure you go to BibleBusinessAcademy.com, BibleBusinessAcademy.com. Download that report and, and get the information so that you can read it, watch the video, and book a strategy call with us so that we can help you. And don't forget to follow, like, and share, and let us know how we can impact you and help you because we definitely want to par partner with you and help you to change your life, but not only your life, to, to change the lives of others and to help you, you know, work with God, partner with, that's the best partner you can ever have, right? And we're all ready to do that. All right, y'all, will you have a great day? If I don't see any other questions or comments out there, we're out of here. See you later. Have a good one. Join us next Thursday at the same time. We talk to you later. Bye-bye.